0: All right. Hi, Grand Forks, it's Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema, live from Grand Forks, best source. I am Icky Ichabod, and tonight we're going to be having a guest on our show, Paul. Hello. And tonight we're going to be doing the 1986 animated movie Transformers. Is it more than meets the eye, or was it a robot in disguise? So, all right, but first we need to... A shout-out to our friends at River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and a movie destination in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia-packed restaurant the Shire or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's feature attractions are Blue Beetle, Strays, The Meg 2, Retribution, and Gran Turismo. Don't forget about the Tuesday special of five-dollar movies all day long, and 5:50 senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema has luxury recliners and expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages, and is family-owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. For their showtimes, look online at morefamilytheaters.com. Sounds good. I wonder if I can order a I wonder if I can order a bowl of stroganoff or something like that, and just sit there and eat it.
1: If they have stroganoff, yeah. You can make it make it a request, Icky,
0: <laughs> <laughs> or some shepherd's pie. That would be good too. But yeah, we're going to be talking about the 1986 movie Transformers tonight. So,
2: this oh. was actually my recommendation because I absolutely love this movie. This was one of my favorite ones when I was a kid.
0: I used to love Transformers personally when I was a kid, but I loved He-Man and Thundercats and all that stuff too. The thing about Transformers, though, the only reason they made a cartoon and the only reason they made a movie was because they wanted to advertise toys and to sell toys. All those TV shows in the '80s were just to sell toys, like My Little Pony, uh, Thundercats, He-Man, all of them, just advertisements for toys.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the you know one of the interesting things about. Uh, transformers is you notice that the Autobots they're all like civilian vehicles their cars their pickups and uh, all the Decepticons they are military they're, yeah, yeah they're all like military like
0: Starscream is a jet and
2: yeah a lot of jets a lot of tanks you I, know.
0: I wasn't there one that was like a uh a it a uh, a canoe or was that just a joke on on robot chicken that
2: was a joke on robot chicken
0: I thought there was actually one that was a canoe no it's kind of funny mm-hmm. um I'm going to cross over for a second here. Uh, uh, Meg from Family Guy is talking to someone, and they go, well, what's your full name? Is your name Meg? And she goes, no, it's short for something. And it shows, like, back when Meg was born, it shows her her birth certificate and says Meg. And then Peter writes a Tron afterwards. Mm -hmm. And he goes, (laughs) Mordemizia.
2: That's pretty silly. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, after watching this again, um, it really brought back a lot of, a lot of memories. And now uh, on my phone, it keeps giving me advertisements for Transformers yeah. and stuff. And so I keep seeing all these, like, old Transformers that I wish I had. So I ended up just buying the whole, you know, original series. I have,
0: I, I have, I have a friend who collects or had a friend who collected Transformers, and he actually did a podcast he would do once a week. Where he would, you know, like op- him opening the box to get the new transformer that he was collecting.
2: Well, and the thing is, the Transformers when I was growing up, they were awesome, and it seems like the new ones are just really cheap and cheesy. Like they they didn't put like a lot of. Well, work then into you have them.
0: Gobots too, or if you remember yeah. Gobots, those were like the 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 cheap version of Transformers. Yeah, I liked it. One of the things I liked about this movie was it had Orson Welles in it
1: it oh, one of his final roles that aired after he died.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: he was Unicron. And, well, I mean, what an awesome voice. And, I mean.
0: Well, remember when he did
2: War of the Worlds? You, you've heard him that he
0: did War of the Worlds, and he was so convincing that people actually thought aliens were attacking.
2: Yeah. Oh, and then you got Leonard Nimoy. Oh, yeah, it's you know Spock,
0: uh, of course.
2: Yeah, he was Galvatron. Um, it, it's not on here. Uh, if you could look it up, but um, Blur. Was the voice of the micro machine? He was the micro machine guy. I can't remember his name though. Oh yeah, all y- y- Yep, is uh, blur. You know
0: what I didn't like about this movie? Optimus Prime dies like ten minutes into the movie. Yeah,
2: yeah but that's what you know was really um, actually clever about this movie too, because this movie rolled out a whole new series of toys.
0: You well yeah, it was the si- it was the the sixth. Sixth iteration, it I believe. John
1: Machetta Jr. Yep. yep, yep, that's right.
0: I believe it was the sixth iteration of toys and the sixth iteration of the cartoon. Because mm-hmm. with all the cartoons, they would do a line of toys for every season because they would change, you know, over the seasons. Yep. Because they'd either add new characters or they would change old characters and things like that. It's just a way to get a little bit more of this.
2: Yeah. Well, and, you know this. Watching these new movies that come out, um, you know the Michael
0: Bay's Transformers—they
2: yeah. suck. Yeah, excuse me, but they suck. Well, like I mean, even if you look at Devastator in this, like that's what Devastator is supposed to look like, you know? Because Devastator is like one of the coolest Transformers, you know.
0: Well, here's the thing: you really can't do a live Transformers and have it with such the nostalgia like the early cartoon. You can't do it because. It would, it would take a lot, a lot of CGI, a lot of all sorts of stuff. And the thing I like about this movie, and that's one of the horrible things to say, because I didn't really like this movie all that much, was that it was better than the Michael Bay. Yeah. And people can argue with me all they want on that, but that's my personal opinion. Here's the funny part about it, though. On the back of the box, it says this movie takes place in 2005. They thought in the 80s we would be that technologically advanced. Look at, look at Back to the Future, you know, and Back to the Future 2. When they go to the future, it's 2015. There's flying cars yeah. and uh, uh, 3D, like, movie posters and hoverboards and things like that. We're in 2023, and we still don't have
2: that stuff. We have Do Not Eat Wrapper" <laughs> written on things. I mean, yeah. But, you know just the like the amount of detail that went into the animation of this too. Oh,
0: it's a, it's a major art school film, you know, the, the I I give it that much, right wizard? Yes, we do. Um, you know, the art was just amazing in it. And it's dated. You can tell it's dated, you know, because of the the colors and things like that, the color scheme. But uh it it's definitely an art school film. It uh, the animation's really good.
2: Yeah, I mean, and it's really technical. They, I mean, they even take the detail of you'll see just like like when a cannon comes out, there'll be uh like the sun hitting it where you'll like you'll have a little glow of of like reflection like hitting like a sun glare. A, yeah, like sun glare. I mean, they so or you lens know flare. I believe
1: that's
2: a- yeah. But we should, we should talk about
0: the plot to this movie. Uh, basically, the Decepticons and the uh, Autobots are fighting for control of uh, Meg... Er, Cybertron. Cybertron. And basically, they find a new enemy in Unicron, who is voiced by Orson Welles, like we said earlier. And basically, all heck breaks loose. Um, I really like... I didn't like the soundtrack to this movie. The only song I liked in the soundtrack was Dare to be Stupid by Weird Al.
2: See, I think the soundtrack is awesome. I mean, I always thought it was a a more popular group, but um, like Instruments of Destruction, apparently that's by NRG. Never Um, even heard of them. Yeah, but that's a great song in here. Nothing's Gonna Stand in Our Way, I guess guess it's by Spectre General. That's also an awesome song. Uh, Obviously, the one that everybody is really familiar with is The Touch by Stan Bush. You know, the You Got the Touch. They even... Did that in Boogie Nights.
0: You know what my favorite song in this movie was? Transformers, Martin meets the eye. Transformers, <laughs> robots in disguise.
1: Well, you gotta love that they play the touch, like, four or five times in the movie. Yeah. So I I think I had that song stuck in my head for, like, a week after I saw it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they had, they do play that one a little too I was about ready much.
0: to turn off the movie when it started doing the continuous soundtrack because like every scene in this movie has a has a song to it. Mm-hmm. It it might as well be a musical.
2: No, I, it's not the whole thing like that. I mean, but there's a lot of um like orchestrated music too though.
0: I like orchestrated music. Yeah, did like, you did you watch the the uh bonus feature? Bonus feature, that that documentary? No, not yet. It was really good.
2: I'll have to check that out when I get home. I
0: can't remember exactly any really much about it, but it was a good... It, hey. If you watch on the special edition, if you watch...
1: Well, yeah, they brought up on the, on the retrospective there, the behind the scenes, they kind of brought up, you know, you're talking about how you can see in the background of the image with uh, Optimus Prime passing away there, uh, how that just traumatized kids. Kids were crying in the movie theaters. I thought that was something... Paul, were you a kid when you first watched this? you remember this being pretty emotional? Oh, yeah. I mean, if it was me at the time, being a diehard Transformers fan, I would have been just devastated.
2: Yeah, and then the big thing, too, is when he says, damn it. The, yeah. That was that was pretty, like, whoa. The even, kids were like, he said, damn it.
1: They even <laughs> dropped an S-bomb in there, too. No, they didn't. No, because they, 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 they talked about it in the retrospective there, and I had subtitles on when I watched it.
2: What, what part of it was it? It was
1: when, uh, I believe, when they're trying to escape... Uh, Unicron and they're trying to fly out of there. They're almost heard up, it too. They're, they're almost about to get sucked in and they're trying to fly out and they go, "Oh shit." And I'm oh. like, "Oh my gosh." And it's even that, in the subtitles. That would oh. not fly in today's universe. But yeah, pretty 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 uh, uh, I'm like, "Wow, they went for that." And the, they kind of snuck it in there cuz it's, you know, they got the sound effects going on, surround sound and all that. So
2: So there, and you know, when you talk about the plot of this and it's it's really cool cuz if you look at Hot Rod it's the story of like a teenager turning into a uh, an, an adult, you know, because he ends up becoming um, Optimus, uh, or a Prime. He, he so he becomes Rodimus Prime, and you even see like when he transforms, he's like obviously a man compared to when he was just like the you know the car.
0: You know, you know what I really liked with the, was those uh, Aussie like alien or Aussie Transformers in that one part. They go, well, where where'd you learn all this from TV?
2: No, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, now the other thing too is that you know Megatron, he kind of like sells his soul to to keep power.
1: Yeah, and, to Unicron. Yeah, yeah. Right. He becomes was it Scourge? I think that's no, no, his... no.
2: That's in the new remake one. Oh, that, that makes okay. no sense at all. He becomes Galvatron.
1: Galvatron, that's it. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I mean, how they came up with Scourge in that movie, I don't know. I but, didn't,
0: You know, you know. I thought Starscream's voice was absolutely pretentious. Oh yeah. Well, that's the whole point of it. It was just so annoying, uh, you know. And I think I don't think it, the same person did the voice of Starscream in the movie as they did in, in the cartoon.
2: I think the the voice of Starscream actually just recently passed away. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, his voice was really iconic because everybody knew I Starscream. Are you he-man! <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: basically, oh, you know, that—that's correct. He Starscream sounds like Skeletor. Mm-hmm. He sounds like Cobra Commander, and he sounds like Starscream.
1: Oh, I remember there was one. Transformer, you told me to keep an ear out for it to uh, see if they sound like a dead ringer for Willem Dafoe. I believe it was Cup.
2: Yep, Cup. No, that's um,
1: uh, let's see, I think what I got him was... in the credits. Yeah, there. Lionel Stander. But no, yeah, when I heard, I'm like, oh, yep, I, I can see the resemblance there. That was, yeah. there was that one that talked super fast in the movie.
2: Yeah, yeah. I hated that. You know, every oh, time yeah, yeah, heard... that was
1: Blur. Oh, that was great. Yeah, I yeah, dug that's that. that. Yeah, John Montiello or whatever. I didn't like that. <laughs>
2: Like he did yeah. the micro machine commercials.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, a perfect, perfect fit. Yeah, perfect fit.
2: Um, now the other thing too is, I mean, when you look at Unicron, this was the, like the first time Transformers like kind of went into you know outer space. And I mean, what guy was on the draw, like the writing board and was just like, "Hey, why don't we make a robot that's the size of a planet?" You know, I mean, like that was just brilliant. And then the fight scene at the end, you know, when you see him well, just you know, sink his hand into the into the you know Unicron, into Cybertron,
0: Unicron reminded me a lot of the Death Star before he transformed.
2: Hmm. Yeah, and but I nobody was even expecting him to transform at the end.
0: I know. I, I was. I was just expecting him to be like this big mega black hole kind of thing, you know.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and so I mean, I just thought it was absolutely awesome watching that go down.
1: Yeah, it was a huge final battle. They made sure to get remember, the most out of that c- cinema cinematic budget.
2: Remember the
0: Sharktabots or whatever they were Oh, called? yeah.
2: yeah. I was going to mention that a little earlier. Yeah, let so what I said. I mean, you have this whole rollout of new toys because they, they had so many different planets that now they opened it up to creating whatever kind of transformer that they want now. It doesn't well, just have to be cars and planes. I
0: wish, you know, that uh, they would have done something like that with He-Man. Yeah. Because Masters of the Universe, great cartoon... Thundercats, not so great. Uh, I wonder if they use the litter box, but...
2: Yeah. <laughs> Never thought of that. <laughs>
0: Lionel. Lionel using the litter box. Hey, yo, don't look at me while I'm in here. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, when you look at, like, how the Autobot City and the way that, like, Unicron transformed, just the uh, the artwork that went into that with was all the au- pistons as I said, moving. it's very and, art school-like. Yeah. yeah, really mechanical and... Yeah, I, what do you got to think about this movie, Wizard?
0: Um, it was okay. wasn't the greatest movie. One of the greatest eighties movies, the eighties movies, though. I agree with you.
2: Well, apparently my kid likes it too because now I've had got to watch it like four times in the and last then three, two weeks. Plus, you bought
0: the uh, the box set of Transformers.
2: Yep, yep. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that come back in the mail.
0: Well, You know, here's here's the thing: you can have some father son time with that. <laughs>
2: because I even saw like one of those uh, pictures that popped up on my phone because, you know, obviously it's listening to me and it's advertising the crap out of Transformers now. But I don't know the name of it, but I remember it was a train. So it actually like made a track, but it w- and it was, I don't remember the name of the actual robot, but it would actually turn into a robot, but it was like on it. A- it was a train, and I think it was like, I don't know what it was even for, but you it was how, big.
0: You know how you said that like it have early affected you when Optimus uh, Prime died. Mm-hmm. You know it really affected me, and people are are not going to believe this when Pee Wee Herman got pulled off the air. Oh yeah, I used to love Pee Wee's Playhouse.
2: Uh, you know, and the Transformers back when I was growing up, I mean, they were like made out of like metal and they, they were, were,
0: you know, and here's, I was talking to a friend cause we, we go look and see what's in the toy aisle every once in a while at like Target and Walmart and stuff. And the toys, they're coming out with toys that were like from the eighties, like He-Man and Transformers and Thundercats and all this stuff. But here's the thing. They're like maybe half the size mm-hmm. and they're horribly made. Yeah.
2: It's so frustrating.
0: You know, it's like... You know, I remember these things. Like, one time I saw some real Ghostbusters action figures. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they're only half the size of the original figures that came out in the 80s. It's the same toy, just made crappier.
2: I think um, the original Optimus Prime, like, in the box, never opened in perfect condition, sells for, like, $10,000 or something. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, you know... Uh, I used to collect Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I know, I know you know, how being in the package can increase the value. But apparently my mom sold my Star Wars collection for $50 to a pawn shop.
2: Yeah, I wish I would have never sold my my Transformers and my toys. I'm sure they ended up in a garage sale. Well, like, you know, what a waste. the
0: Castle Grayskull from, like, He-Man, that thing is worth a lot. That thing was originally a $100 toy. hmm But... Now, if you can find it, it's worth, like, maybe a couple thousand, you know, in mint condition, of course, or something like
2: that. Well, and, you know, today's cartoons... So, you know, like, Transformers, you could get, like... You know, you could collect all of them, because there's all these different Transformers, and they all have a place in, like, the the story somewhere. Yeah. Um, You know, like, Transformers, G.I. Joe's. So, you can get all these collector item toys. Now, the toys that my kids are getting nowadays, there's maybe four characters you know yeah. like if you look at paw patrol or something you know there's never there's not an expanding amount of of toys that you can get so it's not like he can so we just end up with a whole bunch of random like just crap toys all over the place well,
0: here, here's the funny part about it uh pokemon is just the opposite you can't collect all the Pokemon because they always coming out with new Pokemon and Digimon and all sorts of stuff. They're always coming out with new ones so you can never collect them all.
1: Yep. Well, that's a trademark of the series. You got to catch them all.
0: But how can you catch them all if they keep making more?
1: You just got to stay up to date. Be a dedicated true fan. But I was a Pokemon
0: fan back in the day, but I never... I had a, I, I, When I first moved into my apartment... A long time ago, I had a stuffed Pikachu in my window. Yeah,
2: but the the Pokemon, they have, they have, like, no character place in the show itself. I mean, they're just, like, an an object where a Transformer, like, each one of them, it has its own personality.
0: Well, I can remember, um, I, I had to order it in mail order when I was a little kid. I ordered uh, the Sarpenter action figure from uh, G.I. Joe. Because you could only order and get that one. You couldn't buy it in stores. And I waited for like three months because this is back when mail was slower and there was no such thing as email or no such thing as the internet for even that matter. And I waited and I finally got it and it's just a little crappy thing like this.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I, I was when I was growing up, you, you know, you'd have so many Transformers. You'd have your Autobots and your Decepticons. So you'd have a friend over and you would each make your base on one side of the room. Yeah. And then you'd like, you know, pretend to have your battles. Well, with the toys that my kid is getting now, you can't do that because there's there's only four toys that, you know, like the, the rescue bots. You know, it's just the same four robots that always just go on a mission. Uh, so that, I wish that they would bring something like that back so you can actually get some cool characters.
1: Yeah. It's like a big set they'd have with like way more than four figures in a, in a, in a set compared to now. What do you mean? Or you're saying uh, you needed more than uh, today's sets now only come with, like, four figures?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's only, like, four characters in the show.
1: Oh, oh, just four characters in the show overall. Okay, I see what you're saying now. Yeah, whereas,
2: like, Transformers, like, it's a storyline, you know? Yeah. Well, I think we could talk about
0: this for all day long, but we got to get moving on here. I
1: will say that I did like the movie a lot, uh, way better than like you said, any of the Michael Bay films and that soundtrack, I was kind of bop, bopping along with a smile on my face to that soundtrack. I don't care if this is the fifth time I heard you got the touch A-OK uh, in my book. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, psychology
0: whoa. of Fear time and then weird news and then we're going to wrap up. Go ahead. All right. It's time for the psychology of weird with weird wizard of weird. What's the, what's the phobia for today? Atto. Manophobia is the fear of light-of-life robots and animatronics. What do you think about that? Would you watch this movie if you were afraid of that, Wizard? Maybe, maybe not. I'd have to be a sadist first.
1: I guess if, if that's your fear, you wouldn't, you're going to make sure to stay away from the Five Nights of Freddy movie coming up soon, right?
0: Oh, really? Five Nights of Freddy's coming out?
2: And I wouldn't go to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's time for weird news.
0: A Pennsylvania man earned a Guinness World Record by going to the movies 777 times in one year period. Zach Swope, 32 of Carlisle, started his attempt with a screening of Minions Rise of Gru in July 2022 and completed the record attempt with a showing of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny one year later. Swope broke the record of 715 set by French cinephile Vincent Cron in 2018, Swope said he saved on movie tickets to his local by signing up for Regal Unlimited Membership, which allowed him to unlimited trips to the movies for $22 a month. Swope said the movie he saw the most times was Puss in Boots, The Last Switch, with 47 viewings. In a year. That's a lot of movies in a year. I, 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 I would go to the movies more if they had a thing like, you know, Twenty-two bucks for unlimited movies—that would be good. All right, now it's time to advertise our friends, our wrestling friends. Who do you want to do first, Dale?
1: Uh who do you got first?
0: Doesn't matter. We can. All right, do... We'll throw it on
1: the screen here. Or not? Oh, it's sideways.
0: Do <laughs> you want me just to read it?
1: Oh yeah, go for it.
0: I got a copy of it here. All right, Violence is Forever, celebrating five years of Time Bomb Pro Wrestling, Thursday, October twelfth. At the Sanctuary Events Center, downtown Fargo, North Dakota. Doors open at 7 p.m., Bell 8 p.m. 18 plus. You can get your tickets at timebombpro.com. right I don't have this one, but
2: that's the same right there. It's the same thing.
1: Oh no, uh well, we got the info on the screen there, Icky.
0: Okay. Well, you can come to uh, Below Zero Wrestling Summer Night's main event, uh, Saturday, September 23rd, Outdoors at Fargo Brewing All Ages event. Um, it's going to have former WWE superstar John Morrison and WWE Hall of Famer X-Pac. So if you enjoy those, you'll enjoy this show. All right, and for last thing, we have Below Zero Wrestling, Saturday, September 30th. Outdoors at Willie's in Laramore, North Dakota. Show starts at 4 p.m. It's an all-ages event. Tickets are available online at belowzerowrestling.com or at the event. Card is subject to change. So,
2: have to check that out. It's only 30 minutes away.
0: All right, well, next week we're going to come back with more weird cinema. We're going to be doing Curse of the Puppet Master. It's a Charles Band film. It's the sixth installation in the Puppet Master series, so enjoy. I
1: believe we're forgetting one thing here. Oh. Uh, Executive. Yep. We're going to hear a few words from our friends at Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273.
0: All right. Uh, So, well, you stay weird, Grand Forks, and we will see you next week.